Welcome back to the Remy and Casey Unfiltered Podcast, episode number nine. I hope I have that right. I don't know Close anymore. Enough. I don't know either. Uh, we're talking about the crazy weather that happened this morning. I, I received two text messages this morning. Yes, you did. They were very random. The most random of all text messages in the morning. One of them was from my mother-in-law, Aww. who texted me from the room over in our house because they're staying with us right now. And said, did you hear, oh, what was it? I need, to, I need to pull it up. Did you hear that? Did you hear the alerts? There's someone downstairs. Uh, says, shh, 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 Where are you at? Where are you at, girl? Just dead air here. What are you doing, man? Come on. It's, come it's a podcast. It, it doesn't matter. Get professional. Um, sorry. Oh my God! How, how much do you, do you have? Oh how Good often Lord. do you talk to your mother-in-law? I'm suddenly concerned. Uh, it was five hours ago, man. Come on. <laughs> At three twelve this morning, is there an alert going off somewhere? Question mark. I was not. No, nothing woke me up because I know sometimes, like you get an amber alert on your phone yeah. or a tornado warning or whatever. Those don't wake you up. Well, I think I turned my. I think I tor- turned the sound off, so I still get them. But the sound, because it goes ballistic. Oh, so I mean, those yeah. things don't matter to you. Okay. It's what woke me up this morning. Those yeah. things are very loud. And I think it happened twice on my way in. But that can mean a lot of things in our house, especially because of my fish tanks in the basement. Like, they all have alarms on them just in case one of them floods. I get a notification just to make sure that you can turn off the pumps or whatever so that it doesn't flood even more. And so I'm immediately, like, in a state of lucid dreaming trying to decipher what this all means and then i get another text from casey and this was at 339 sorry 335 and said did illinois get a flash flood warning or is my basement flooding from my ac unthawing and my mind is like so on fire at this point i am like what is happening two text messages before four o'clock in the morning and both of them, I have no idea what they're talking about. Because the rain didn't really wake me up at all. I think Columbia's on the southern edge of the storm. So it was it rained and it was lightning outside. Yeah. I could see that, but it wasn't like intense. So me and the gingerbread man and my two dogs slept in the basement last night because the AC went out yesterday. We're like, ah, oh, this is going to be terrible on the, like, the third story up. So let's just go down to the basement and make camp down there. So we're sleeping in the basement, and all of a sudden this, like, amber alert sound goes off, and I freak out, and I wake up, and I look at it. And then um, around the same time as when we had realized that our basement was flooding. And I text Remy because I'm thinking, I know it's storming outside, but could this basement be flooding because, like, my a- my HVAC is unthawing because I know it's got to unthaw because it froze up a little bit. That's why it stopped working, whatever. And I'm thinking, this is a lot of water if that's my pipes unthawing. <laughs> it's like coming in from everywhere. Yes. And so I text Remy, who's like my resident dad. He's awake. My dad's not awake. So I text him and I'm like, is my basement flooding because my pipes are unthawing or because it's it's a flood warning outside? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you text me back and you were like, shut up. No, I said, pretty sure we got a flash flood warning. Lauren's mother texted me about an alert around 3.15. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when my brain was on fire because I was like, she texted, isn't she here? Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of confusion this morning. So, And when I came up, and I also wanted to show you, I forgot to show you guys this, because I was I was coming downstairs where the dogs are sleeping in a different room now, 
they're sleeping with my daughter, and so they're not in our bed anymore, so I don't let them out in the morning. But I came downstairs, and I saw this on my front porch, and I was like, oh, sweet, going to be a great day. A little black cat. Going to be a great day. Oh, perfect. Just, like, hanging out, uh, trying to escape the rain. I don't know if you, you can see that at all on the, on the camera. No. It's a black cat. Man, I would have. black cat. cat. Yeah. I would have been like, I got What's space. Exactly. Nobody wants cats. So, yeah, I think uh, after getting in here and kind of, I mean, again, 270 was clear on my way here. It was just like a normal rainy day. And then you get in, you see the news, and it's like nothing but flooding. St. Charles County is flooding. St. Peter's, Wentzville, O'Fallon, Missouri, all these places have like 10-plus inches of rain. Standing water on I-70. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. (laughs) Just insane. Um, So, I don't know. We were kind of... The main discussion this morning on the show was rain and and a lot of the I just remember the house that I grew up in when I was a kid. It was like a little ranch house. I don't know, maybe twelve hundred square feet, maybe a thousand square feet, something like that. But I just remember my dad frantic in the basement every single time it rained because we would get water in our basement. He'd be down there with a shop vac every single time it rained. And I remember one morning I woke up and it looked like we were in an aquarium or outside was an aquarium because the glass was filled with water oh, and it oh, had cracked yeah. the glass. So it was like spurting. It's like Titanic. Into, yeah, exactly. Into our basement and my dad freaking out about it. And I'm just like, I don't know how to help. That's kind of how I felt when I woke up in the wee hours of the morning because I, the first thing I saw were the streaks on the wall. And I remember I also grew up in a super old house. And so my parents were constantly, once a year, like taking care and waterproofing of the walls of our basement. There were these like the streaks that were just ingrained in it from the freaking flooding. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's me. <laughs> is it just me? Like the first thought you have when you see something like that is automatically the cost of what it's going to be to like fix it. That, that's what I think every time. Oh, I see a wet wall. Like, oh, there's 10 grand, you know, yeah. to, to replace that or the carpet or whatever. I would say that's thinking more than I have been thinking. There's there's part of me that's just like I could be doing so many other things with my time. But here I am for hours shop vacuuming my basement floor. Basement. <laughs> but... I think that's going to be a lot of people today and and tomorrow is is recovering from this because I think it's a little bit more widespread than we know. If you looked at the radar this morning, it was almost like a, a snake just kind of went across into St. Louis and across the screen. And in the middle of that was colors that I don't even see during a severe storm. Mm-hmm. Like they had deep gray in areas where it was just so much torrential downpour so pretty crazy it's crazy that st louis is like this is almost like your you know you go to kansas oklahoma you're worried about tornadoes like this is kind of the flooding it's kind of the thing in st louis yeah i mean since i've been here in seven years there's been two pretty big floods 2016 2015 somewhere in there and then this one i mean usually it's the river eureka got flooded it a few years ago, like Eureka got towed. Yeah, that was in Eureka, Fenton, Eureka, Arnold, Arnold, all that area. Yeah, yeah, the the low lying oh, areas. I guess those I didn't think of. They're those all near each like, other. Yeah, kind of. Arnold and Eureka. Ar- I don't know further out, but about I think anymore. that was all the same flood. Yeah, my ge- my geography is a little off right now. Um, yeah, geology. <laughs> <laughs> my geology. The, the study of rocks a little off. Have you guys ever seen a tornado, like in real life? Like, I've seen one. Obviously, I've not been swept away by one, but I've seen one. And my parents are very much like, it's, there's a tornado, get outside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to yeah. see it. Yeah. And so I, I, I remember not feeling afraid 
like seeing the funnel cloud, but kind of feeling like, oh, this is that moment. It's going to happen. And it's fine. I just can't stay here, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. I've only seen funnel clouds. I've only seen them like turbulent, like whip up real quick and then go back up into the clouds. So I've never actually seen one in my life on the ground. I've seen a lot of like the formation of them. I felt them. So when my sister graduated in like, I don't know, like the late nineties, we were in Eolia, which is like by Troy, Missouri. And her graduation party had a tornado happen like in the middle of it. And like trailers ripped apart in the town. I remember hiding under a table in the, like the community building when it happened. Yeah. But I think as far as like actually seeing it or feeling it, that's about as close as it gets for me. You know, I feel like hurricanes might scare me more because then it's wind and rain at the same time. And hurricanes, you got the ocean and yeah. all that. So yeah, I was telling Remy this morning. I had my sister got my yeah my sister got married in Florida, and we were there leaving right before hurricane hit. And like you couldn't get on the beach, the water was so high, it was all dark water, cloudy, and it's just like an eerie feel, kind of like a tornado. Like you get that eerie feeling a little bit when it gets quiet and cold. Yeah. Just kind of that same vibe. Yeah, I feel like the thing with hurricanes is the sustained winds. Yeah. We'll get we'll get winds with a severe storm that'll whip up and they'll go to sixty and then to twenty and then to fifteen and then to seventy and then mm-hmm. to twenty and then to fifteen. But hurricanes are just like straight eighty miles per hour the entire yeah. time it's rolling through. Yeah, who knows what debris flying in that wind? Yeah, yeah. Here's that. Uh, I don't know if you can see this on the. Uh, this is that that picture of the the line. So and much in the middle on. of that, there's blue and gray. Like, you don't see that until it's winter. Usually. But yeah. That <laughs> denotes, like, ice and, and, like, sleet and snow and stuff like that. I Which thought is, we were talking it, about it snow It is totals. how it felt. It felt like a snow day today. It's I crazy. really didn't think anybody was going to be coming into neither our did office I. here. No. I thought it was just going to be us, and then we would see everyone tomorrow. Yeah, neither did I. Uh, historic rainfall fell in St. Louis Monday into Tuesday morning, setting a new all-time daily rainfall record for St. Louis. I always wonder this when you've got, and it, it would make sense if it rains super hard here and we get however many inches of rain that whoever is down river on the Mississippi is going to get some massive flooding here coming up, at least on the banks. So it's going to rise, I would imagine. I yeah. Know. I would imagine. I think that's how rivers work. I think they can but. control it depending on certain areas because they have like I don't, I don't know what they call them. They have certain things underneath the water where they can control the tides and all that. And the rivers, certain areas, like yeah. dams and stuff. They can, well, yeah, they can dam certain areas up. But like I know for like holidays for the Fourth of July when they're doing stuff downtown, they may dam certain areas up so the water's lower downtown where you can get cars in and people can be down there, and then the water would go back up after that. Huh? Is this facts? Yeah, Corps of Engineering. It's real. Come on, right? <laughs> Army Corps of Engineers. They may not admit all the time, but that's definitely a capable form. Yeah. Uh, we were talking this morning about how uh, one of the reporters had to get rescued this morning on, like, she's just. Oh, yeah. Poor Sydney Stallworth. Sydney Stallworth is out there. We come in this morning, and on the TV, she like they're, she's getting pulled out of her <laughs> news vehicle because it's, it's an, an underpass. Like yeah, it looked like passing under the highway, yep, and yep. the fire department had to come rescue them because their car got like swept up in it. I think it was right by the amphitheater. I think they said one forty-one and seventy, so <laughs> it would have been that that exit right there underneath. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. So I read another story that said that nine one one was kind of a mess this morning with calls and things going in. People had to be rescued. I wonder what it's like because here in Creep Court, it's it just looks like a rainy day. Like it doesn't. Yeah, look bad now. Here. 
but you should have been here at 3 a.m. I live right down the street. Oh, my gosh. We were up on and off all night because of how loud the rain and the thunder and the mm-hmm. the lightning would, like, light up the entire room. It was very intense. I'm so surprised you didn't wake up last night because I was up the entire night just hearing it. Yeah. Like, I wasn't really worried. Like, I oh, was thinking flooding, but, like, just the storm kept me up. I don't know how you missed it. Yeah. It was, it was after Lauren's mother had texted me <laughs> that I was hearing things. I was like... I went over, I turned, we sleep with a box fan on at night just for the noise. And I turned it off and I went to go listen. And then I laid back down again for like five minutes. And the entire time, it's like if you see someone being covered in ants on TV, you get itchy. Mm hmm. The yeah, suggestion it, of yeah. that, I felt like I was started to hear some sort of yeah, yeah, alert yeah. or something. I didn't know what she was talking about. So, did you answer her text? I just answered with a question mark. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys? Go ahead. No, you're good. Have you guys ever done severe weather in radio? I mean, I've definitely stayed overnight because of like blizzards and things. Like I've had to. St- I think I stayed at my radio station downtown for like two full days one time. But, but you, have you, you reported like, covered on it? it? Yeah, like reported covered it at all? Oh, like on. Um, I'm not, not being up like on my s- top forty station, being like, right. there's a blizzard outside. There was a time in radio when that was a thing. Small stations, yeah. And I assume sure. you, you did it too, severe weather reports. So there'd be a lot of times when we were doing afternoons that a storm would roll in at like 4 or 5. And we'd normally leave the station around like 5, 5.30 or whatever mm-hmm. and would end up staying a little bit longer to just report on the weather. And I always remember thinking, why are we doing this on a country station People are definitely not going to listen to a weather forecast. They're just not coming station. here for that. Yeah, like you'll go to you'll go to a different radio station, or uh, you'll listen on your phone, or get a map or a radar on your phone. Right. But I mean, I have done it, especially when it comes down to like if it's if it's tornado warning time, then you kind of have to turn into a little bit of a meteorologist. But yeah, I've done that in the past, but I've never worked in like. I've never been on the air in small town live while a storm is happening, but I know you have, haven't you? Yeah, and, like, the town I was in, that radio station was their source. Like, there wasn't, like, a local TV station, so anything that happened, they turned to that. And it could be 8 o'clock at night, tornado sirens go off. I would drive from my apartment to the station in the middle of the storm up five miles away and have to go in in the middle of the storm and do live reports. We were calling guys who was, like, Storm chasers, they did that kind of thing. We would call them. They would do live reports. But literally, it was a house in the middle of a farm field with a 200-foot tower right behind it, 20 <laughs> feet away from the building. And I'm in there all by myself in the middle of a tornado, like on the radio, like, there's tornadoes going on in the area, tornado warning <laughs> for this county, this county. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, a, it's, it was a wild thing. First job ever. I never thought I would have to do that. And then I was meteorologist yeah all of a sudden. you gotta i mean we had a talk station at the first station i ever worked for was a top 40 station and we had a country station and a talk station and we would do the whole simulcast with wjbc which was our our talk station just let them take over our airwaves i've never even heard of that yeah, for however however long the tornado warning it was usually only in tornado warning hmm. situations um, where they would come on over and simulcast. And we would take our radio downstairs in the basement, I remember, and we'd just listen if I wasn't when I wasn't on the air. We'd go and, and listen to the radio in the basement with our candles and whatever else if the power was out and just kind of <laughs> hang out until it was safe to come up. Or I'd go stand out 
with my dad and and on address the, the sky. <laughs> Hands on the hips, looking up. Yeah, in the air. I almost feel like you know, you know a little bit more when you're assessing the situation for yourself. I know that makes probably zero sense to a lot of people, but I feel like I kind of know what I'm looking for now, being in the Midwest for 37 years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's totally not safe, and at any minute. A two by four can come flying through the air and 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 also it helps you. that we're not like in the heart of Tornado Valley, like the, the, the fact that we're not in um southeastern Missouri or I'm sorry southwestern Missouri definitely makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah, but I, I see memes constantly whenever there's a storm, and it's like uh, oh the tornado warning, and you see the guy out on his front porch or or just in it in a lawn chair with a beer. Um, <laughs> Yeah, not afraid of it. Gonna gonna sit out and watch it. I know best. Uh, but that's definitely me. I just feel like when you're in the basement, you can't tell what's going on. You don't know what's going on unless you got to walk out basement. You can see the clouds, right. I guess. But just feel like I'm blind if I'm down in the basement. Have so you guys ever outside. gone into a bathtub or shower during a tornado event? Like, you know, they say that's uh, a yeah. safe thing to do. Like, I don't think I've ever done that. No. Gone in a room where there's no glass or anything. The, the, we lived in, when we lived in St. Charles, we had an apartment there. We lived on the third floor, hmm. and we had a tornado warning. And I, I was like, "What do we do? <laughs> like, we're on the third floor of this this beast." And so I called down to the front office one day. Just I wasn't sure, and she was like, "Well, what what you'd want to do is you'd want to make friends with the neighbors on the first floor, and then you'd go there during a tornado warning." I was like, "And then you want to crash their basement? Not, yeah. not gonna do that. Not gonna do that." I'm not shocked at all that you are the person that called to ask about their tornado emergency plan. <laughs> That is exactly what it's like. It would, it would be like being downtown St. Louis or Chicago or something. Be on the 25th floor during a tornado. What do you do? It makes sense that you would wonder you what to do. Ride the elevator down at that point. But I, I, yeah, you just go to the bathroom. You just go get in the shower. Even on the third floor, hunker down. Yeah. Unless you are friends with the person on the first floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'd want to go to the gas station bathroom at that point. And just, really? Yeah. I don't feel, I do not feel any safer <laughs> at the QT bathroom than I do on my third floor bathroom. A place with a gigantic pool of flammable stuff underneath you and you want to go okay. there. Okay. Drink okay. A, I didn't uh, think about that part. I didn't think about that part. I didn't think about that part. Probably not a good idea to get in your car not. either. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, pretty much all we talked about this morning was just weather. And I guess we talked about some other things too, but. Uh, as far as this podcast goes, uh, I don't know. You guys have anything else? Oh, so. just be safe. And yeah. um, it's kind of I been one know. of those mornings, you know, just kind of impromptu. It was very slow around here, very much like just watching the news as the as the morning goes. But otherwise, nothing big and crazy happening, and nothing super exciting because, and like, no one we we can see Olive out our window. Yeah. There's no one on the roads. Nobody. Yep. Well, uh, be safe out there. If you've got flooding in your basement, sorry. Uh, hopefully you got a shot back. Hopefully not mopping that up all day long, Casey. Oh, the gingerbread man is taking care of biz. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so. awesome. All right. Meet, you got anything? I'm good. All good. A little here. bit short of a podcast today. We'll be back Thursday with another unfiltered podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. Goodbye. We'll see you. Bye-bye.